Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to Hail Varsity Radio, the voice of Husker Nation. Insight, opinion, expertise with the biggest and best names talking Nebraska across the state. Join the show on Twitter at Hail Varsity and at Schmitz underscore radio. Call in at 402-466-ESPN or 1-800-825-5865. Here's Chris Schmitz. Welcome to it. Thursdays here at Tail Varsity Radio. We're presented by Currency for all your equipment financing needs. Go Currency. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, and the show is live for you on the Hail Varsity YouTube channel. Can watch there, can follow along on the Hail Varsity Twitter handle as well at HVarsity Radio and in the StreamYard, ESPN Lincoln's Twitter and also ESPN. Uh, Lincoln's Facebook. A new coach to tell you about, Pete Thamel of ESPN.com reporting. Tony White will be, is to be, your new defensive coordinator for Nebraska. That name, we'll say right field because it's upstate New York versus way out of left field. But some research, some feverish research has been uh, done on Tony White. Uh, Thumbs up for what he's been able to do at Syracuse and some of his career stops. We will dive into that sadness in Louisville as Nebraska volleyball is done for the year. Just an epic match with Oregon. And so close to getting it done in the fourth set. So close. And and I'm not, I love volleyball. I respect the heck out of Cook and the program and the, and the, the, the team. I just don't know. I'm just being honest. I don't know volleyball as well as some others like Brandon Vogel. Uh, so Vogues will recap the season. Of course, he did uh, the John Cook biography, Dream Like a Champion. Vogue's going to be with us from uh, Hale Varsity from his football stronghold and volleyball stronghold in about 20 minutes or so. A uh, really fun second hour. The in-depth, behind-the-scenes process to hire Deion Sanders from a man that was part of the search Coach Gary Barnett with this. We'll get Barney's take on uh, on on that, and and also just uh, what's been going on, and then we'll wind down hour two with uh, the Pirate. Mike Leach joins us. So, Coach Leach, uh, we'll see what kind of fun conversations we get into with uh, Mississippi State's head coach Mike Leach. Numbers to get in can join us right now on Hale Varsity Radio at four six six three seven. Seven six four six six three seven seven six eight hundred eight two five five eight six five. I am not done with Deion Sanders, Mister Matt Hansen. Uh, that is that is what's going to happen. If someone was part of the hiring process, we'll let them tell you the uh, starting point to the finish line. If you don't like it, put your fingers in your ears. We're starting with the new defensive coordinator. We're getting there. <laughs> uh, when I hear uh, about a guy named Mr. White, well, I think of this. So you do have a plan. Yeah, Mr. White. 
Yes, science. Well, we'll see what type of science the three-three-five defense is. And so the rundown on, on Tony White, uh, he is a UCLA guy. He's from uh, Florida originally and then spent a lot of time with San Diego State Rocky Long. Okay. And he's, he's a disciple of that. The, the last three years at Syracuse have been really good uh, for what their team has gone from to where they are now. I think every Husker fan is going to be honed in on Syracuse versus Minnesota this bowl season to see how that defense stacks up against the RPO and the Minnesota MASH offense. Speed. Uh, agility and scheme are are all parts of this this defensive philosophy that makes it real special. And I think White was making just north of seven hundred thousand dollars. He's forty three years old. He's never coached with Matt Rule before. Uh, apparently, per Pete Thamel, he uh, he had multiple offers to be a coordinator somewhere. And you're you're giving up about 22 points a game. Syracuse was okay, uh, four and four in conference. But I want to emphasize that Syracuse was just okay at seven and five. They were great if they could have gotten some complimentary football, because their defense was was pretty special. He has had freshman All Americans, and he's had all ACC performers, at least a couple of first or second teamers on defense. And from a recruiting standpoint, uh, just a little history here on Tony White. Tony White's been a a, a G five recruiter of the year twice when he was at San Diego State, 2011-2013. He's a top five recruiter in the country, named by rivals that honor to him in 2014. And, he, and he's climbed his way up from, from San Diego State to Arizona State, from Arizona State to Syracuse, and he's been a major reason they have made the jump from 1-9 to uh, bowling under Debo Babber, Dino Babbers. So it's a nice get. It's, it's a rule higher, as in he's 43 and he connects well with the kids. Elijah, you've done a little more research on the scheme here, and I've reached out to some coaches, and they're like, look, this defense is really hard to scheme on its face. You're like, okay, how does this work with a a 3-3 in in the, well, not even front seven? How do you stop Michigan running the football? How do you stop Wisconsin running the football? How do you stop Minnesota, Iowa? Uh, I think – the three three five is probably okay against USC and UCLA and Ohio State. Who knows what what the schedule will look like in the future? But overall, you get the right pers- personnel, your defense can dictate. Well, the three three five on its face sounds like well, that's not a fit for the Big Ten, and I'm not trying to defend it here because this hire actually to me is a little bit more of a head scratcher than Donovan Riola. And I'm not saying I think it's a bad hire. It just was so out of left field and such a, a change in scheme that it makes me go, okay, this, this doesn't really seem to fit with what Matt Rule was preaching in his, his press conference, aside from the fact that it's another young 
coordinator who is going to be looking to prove themselves is going to have that energy. It, it fits when it comes to him emphasizing speed. Well, yeah, yeah, and I, I'm getting there for a second. It, 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 this defense comes down to being pretty multiple. And at Syracuse, if you dive into the stats, they had more than three guys in the line of scrimmage for about 50% of their plays. And if you look at how the ACC works, like most conferences, about 50% of your your downs that you play as a defense total are, are rushing downs. Mm-hmm. So whenever it's a rushing down, for the most part, there's going to be four or five guys in the, on the line of scrimmage. It's just You're only going to have three guys with the hand in the dirt. And the, the three guys with the hand in the dirt, what is emphasized with those guys is speed over power. And that's been something that's been complained about about this Husker defensive line for a couple of years now. It's, it's not a defense that is attempting to go mono e mono against some of these really physical Big Ten offensive lines. Will that work? I don't know. That remains to be seen. But how this, this defense likes to go and attack the run is uh, on rushing downs, have either four or five guys on the line of scrimmage. And then they want to be really interchangeable with those linebackers. All, all of those linebackers, three, and you could really argue four, that, that fifth secondary member that is part of the 3-3-5, the, three, three, mm-hmm. the fifth secondary member, is very similar to the peso defense that Nebraska played back in 2010, where it's Eric Haig, who is a guy who's almost a hybrid linebacker mm-hmm. slash secondary guy, where on rushing downs, he plays more like a linebacker. On passing downs, he's going to play more like uh, an underneath zone defender that that is got the speed of a defensive Rover. back. And again, that comes back to the, the interchangeability here. All your linebackers, they want to be able to blitz. All your linebackers, you want to be able to cover. That Rover guy is going to be able to play linebacker and safety and cornerback, depending on the situation. It's all built on this defense being very interchangeable. And how it's going to stop the run is these three defensive linemen are going to have some sort of slant or a stunt just about every single play. And then of those linebackers behind them, the, the offensive line is not going to know who's coming, who's blitzing until the snap has already happened. So how this defense likes to stop the run, and it's something you and I were talking about before the show, Schmitty, is it's not going mano a mano. It's not using power to go up against these power rushing attacks of the Big Ten. It's trying to outsmart these these. Uh, Big Ten offensive linemen and saying, you know what, you're going to see what we have six, seven guys in the box here, which there's almost always six, seven guys in the box in this defense. It comes down to who is going to be coming, who's going to be blitzing, and who's going to be dropping into a pass coverage. That, that's what is this defense is predicated on, the fact that it's trying to keep an offense off balance. You don't know who you have to block because you don't know who's coming. And confusion is not the right word of what it's trying to to. Probably, probably slow him down. But yeah, it's, it's supposed to make fast. you think. It's supposed to make you, on the snap of the ball, make an offensive lineman think and go, wait, who do I have to block again here? I wasn't expecting that guy to blitz. There's always, pretty much in this defense, going to be more than three guys coming after the quarterback or trying to stop the run. The, the 3-3-5 is a little bit of a misnomer in that sense. It's just there's three down defensive linemen, and you're going to be bringing guys from all over the place. But it's, it's built on speed, it's built on blitzing, and it's built on attacking an offense. That's what this defense is built on. Will it work in the Big Ten? The jury is still out for me here, but I think there is some potential if you can build the right pieces within this defense. Well, the, the personnel is always key, right? And, you know, you look at Syracuse, they were really good at getting after the quarterback this year. They were number 16 nationally in sacks. Uh, they were number 19 against the pass. They were top 30 in total defense. They were 68th against the rush. And that's that's what is, is the question here. When I think of the ACC, who's a downhill, rugged run team? And I, I mean, Pitt wants to be. They are more so now than with post-Whipple era. Uh, Clemson's chuck it around. Miami's kind of chuck it around. I mean, uh, North Carolina, NC State. I mean, just, just go through some of the teams. And I know football's more pass-happy. I know football's more seven-on-seven, except in the Big Ten, okay? 
except in the Big Ten. Uh, Michigan's king of the hill because they are great against the run and they are really good at running it. Uh, Ohio State uh, just out athletes and out talents you. They've got five stars that are good dudes, but they're not not they're not what they once were on the line of scrimmage. Uh, and you look at uh, the the basketball on grass that's existed in the SEC. It caught up with Tennessee. Okay. Uh, towards the end of the season, uh, you look at Georgia. Georgia and Michigan are, are pretty much throwbacks, right? And and listen, TCU's uh, more of a athletic defense than a uh, fire hydrant, you know, let's plug the run hole type, type defense. So you can get down a lot of different ways if you coach it right, you scheme it right, you tackle, and you put pressure on an offense. So I'm not throwing away a 3-3-5 scheme. Well, I, I, presumably that's what he brings with him. Uh, and you got to talk now about what fits um, what fits Nebraska's current personnel. And, and I look at the current personnel, and it seems like there's going to need to be a lot of turnover between now and next season, especially along the defensive line. It doesn't seem to fit up with what Syracuse has been doing, and maybe he's got a plan going to the Big Ten to try to make this 3-3-5 work with some bigger defensive linemen to try to stand up, but based on the history of the 3-3-5, it doesn't suit guys like Ty Robinson. It doesn't suit guys like uh, Nash Hutmacher. Not that it can't. Not that it can't, but how the defense is built and how it's been executed at Syracuse, that is not a fit whatsoever. Even back at the linebacker position, a guy like Nick Henrich doesn't really seem to fit this defense very much. I mean, it, it is very, very focused on speed, especially at the linebacker position. Mm-hmm. And then your defensive line is supposed to be guys who can slant and who can stunt and who can really confuse an offensive line in that way, just in that, you know what, whenever you, you've got a double team, you're going to be blocking somebody, he's going to slant right at you, not expecting that. And then when you're trying to get up to linebacker, well, now that linebacker has blitzed, he's not where he was before the play. You don't know who you're going to be double teaming to now. That's that's where the confusion comes in from an offensive line. And to do that, you need speed. It's a defense that benefits guys like Caleb Tanner. Caleb Tanner would be a great fit for this defense. Mm-hmm. Garrett Nelson, another good fit for this defense. I, I think back you to know who'd be the best Casey, fit. Casey Rogers. I know he transferred away after last season, but he's a guy that would have fit the 3 3 5. You know who'd well. be the best fit for this 3 3 5? He's probably in Columbus, Nebraska right now. Ernest Hausman. Ernest Hausman. Yes. Think about Ernest Hausman in this defense. And uh, if I am uh, Tony White, Mr. White, as we call him. First phone call I'm making. No, I'm I'm going there before I go meet Coach Rule. (laughs) I'm like, hey, E, let's go hang out. Don't go anywhere. Don't go to Iowa. Uh, Butkus Witter, by the way, Jack Campbell for the University of Iowa. So... That's your rundown. We'll get Vogues' take on Nebraska's new defensive coordinator, Tony White, Mr. White as we call him. And um, the thing is, is I think this this guy's a really good teacher where this sounds like uber confusing and do I have my assignment down? Can I play fast? That type of thing. Okay. You saw guys thinking too much up to Oklahoma this year. And then you saw Bush pare it down and just say, go do your job, go hit somebody, go make a tackle, go play fast. And you saw the defense shave off a, a, a touchdown a game. Okay. So, no, this but here, this is, this is a, a higher rule, did his homework. He touched base with a lot of people. And he's like, okay, everyone's coming back to the fact that this dude's really good. He's really young. 
and he has been to, to different stops and spots, and and he's he's a recruiter first. I mean, he's been a, a dynamite recruiter where he's at. He's uh, been a a reason they've gone bowling this year because of what the defense has done. The offense at Syracuse right now is ranked 90th in the country. So, uh, and I think you look at all these names and pieces, there's several recruits uh, that I think could fit. But ultimately, Nebraska's offense and defense is going to be based on speed. We, we talk every week with Coach McBride, and he has said it a lot. you got to be faster. And Nebraska, to, to their credit, when they were great, they were a little unique. Mm-hmm. They had a couple of dudes in the middle, be it a, a Christian and Jason Peter or a Terry Keneally, but they had some some just beasts off the edge well, that were fast, more of the outside backer with their hand in the dirt, and then they had safeties as outside backers. Well, this is going to re- resemble that somewhat with speed, with being downhill, with playing aggressive. What, what worries me is the fact that it's relatively unproven within the Big Ten. Well, uh, you know what? Maybe, dare I say it, the Big Ten will have to adjust to the 3-3-5. Oh, no.